Hello and welcome to another episode of the Uncomplicated English Podcast. Today we're going to learn about the life of Charles Darwin. Charles Darwin is known for his theory on the evolution of species. This theory has well and truly changed the world. It has changed the way we think about ourselves and the world. Charles Darwin was born on the 12th of February 1809 in Shrewsbury. He was the fifth of six children. His family was quite wealthy. His father was a doctor and a financier. Even from a very young age, Charles was interested in nature. He would collect things like eggs, beetles and seashells. He would spend hours watching birds fly around the garden. Sadly, in July 1817, when Charles was just seven years old, his mother died. After the death of his wife, Charles's father focused even more on his work and spent less time with his children. When he was at home, he was irritable and depressed. When someone is irritable, it means that they are easily annoyed and upset by others. So someone who is irritable might get upset over something very small. Charles wrote later that he remembered very little of his mother, due to her dying when he was still young, and also the fact that his sisters forbade him to talk about her. The next year, Charles was sent off to boarding school. A boarding school is a school where children stay for a large part of the year. They don't go back home at the end of the day. Often, they go home only for weekends and holidays. Charles didn't particularly enjoy his time in school. Often, he felt that the subjects that were taught were pointless. He especially didn't like Latin class. This lack of interest in school meant that he didn't pay much attention in class, and as a result, his grades weren't very good. As Charles grew older, he remained obsessed with collecting things, and he also developed a love for hunting. His father worried that Charles might waste his life hunting and collecting little things. He told him it was time that he made something of himself. This is an expression that is fairly common. It means that it's time that someone goes out and tries to be successful, to do something to be proud of. This might be something like getting a good job or starting a business, for example. His father sent him off to the Edinburgh Medical School. His father and grandfather had gone to the Edinburgh Hospital and it was there that they trained and studied to become doctors. But once again, the classes bored Charles. He neglected his studies and instead learned taxidermy from a freed black slave. Taxidermy is the preserving of an animal's body. 
by stuffing it and applying chemicals to the fur or skin. Once his father found out that Charles wasn't really studying at university, he was furious and decided that he would send him off to Christ's College, Cambridge, to study for a Bachelor of Arts. This was the first step that one had to take to become a priest. But once again, Charles didn't really apply himself. This means that he didn't really pay attention or try to get good grades. He preferred to be outside riding horses or hunting. It was there in Cambridge that his cousin introduced him to beetle collecting. Charles became fascinated and spent a large amount of his time hunting and collecting beetles. In his last year of university, Charles realized that he had to start studying properly. He applied himself and studied hard and got very good grades. He came 10th out of 170 students. When Charles got back home after finishing university, he received a letter from a friend. His friend was offering him a place on a boat called the HMS Beagle. The HMS Beagle was going to chart the South American coast. This meant they were going to make maps of the coastline. He said that Charles could go on the trip if he wanted and work as a naturalist. A naturalist is a person that studies nature and the history of nature. However, the ship was going to leave in just four weeks. When Charles told his father of this trip, he was not in favor of the expedition. He didn't think his son should go. He called it a waste of time. But Charles's uncle convinced Charles's father to let him go. He even paid for Charles. After a series of delays, the voyage finally began on the 27th of December 1831. Charles spent most of his time on the coast, taking notes, collecting and preserving animals that he found. Every now and then, the animals that he had collected were sent back to Cambridge along with letters that he had written to his family. When they landed in Brazil, Charles fell in love with the rainforest and its many creatures, but he detested the sight of slavery. This caused an argument between Darwin and the captain of the ship, Robert Fitzroy. Darwin despised the slave trade and believed that all humans were equal regardless of the color of their skin. This seems like a normal way of thinking to us these days, but at the time there were still many people that believed that people with white skin were superior. During the five-year trip, the HMS Beagle stopped at the Galapagos Islands, and it was there that Darwin began to form 
his theory of evolution. Darwin noticed that the animals on each one of the Galapagos Islands at first seemed similar, but in fact they were quite different. Darwin paid close attention to the birds of these islands. He noticed that the finches on each island were slightly different. A finch is a small type of bird. They had different beaks. Darwin wondered why. When he arrived back in England, he began to work out why. The plants that grew on these different islands were different. On some of the islands, the nuts that the birds ate had softer, more brittle shells that were easy to break open. The birds on these islands had small beaks. On the other islands, where nuts and fruits were harder to open, the birds on these islands had bigger and stronger beaks to crack the nuts open. Darwin argued that these birds had evolved. He claimed that many years ago all the finches might have been the same, but when the different islands were formed and the birds were separated, the birds slowly, over many generations, began to adapt to their environment through a process that he called natural selection. The birds with small beaks on the islands with hard nuts and fruits couldn't break them open and get enough food. So this meant that they didn't live long enough to reproduce and create other birds. However, if one of these finches was born with a thicker and stronger beak, they could crack open lots of nuts and fruits. This meant that they lived for a long time and could reproduce. The offspring of these birds would also be born with big and strong beaks. This process would carry on for many years until eventually all the finches on this island had strong beaks. When Darwin returned back to England, he started working on writing his reports of the trip and developing his theory for why the animals had these little differences. He took on too much work and his health began to decline. This means that he became ill and his doctor told him that he needed to relax and take a break from his work. He suggested that he should go live in the countryside for a few weeks and avoid stress. Over the next 20 years, as he developed his theory of evolution, he realized that it would be a controversial idea. Britain at the time was very Christian and many still believed in creationism. Creationism is the idea that God created everything exactly as it is now. It follows the words of the Bible exactly and believes that God made the world and everything on it in six days. However, when a man called Alfred Russell Wallace 
published a book that shared a similar view to Darwin, he decided that he had to release the book now, before someone else got all the credit. The initial response to Darwin's book was mixed. Many religious people dismissed the book and saw it as an attack against God. They thought the idea was ridiculous and unchristian. However, some religious people actually accepted Darwin's theory and argued that God had created the world and then let it develop freely. As time passed on, support grew for Darwin's theory and by the time Darwin died, his theory of evolution was generally well accepted. Darwin had expected to be buried in a local churchyard, but many of his friends argued that he should be buried in Westminster Abbey. To be buried in Westminster Abbey is seen as a great honour. He was buried next to the great scientist Sir Isaac Newton, who was the man who developed the theory of gravity. Darwin's funeral was attended by thousands of people, including family, friends and scientists. Although his ideas were controversial at first, when Darwin died, most scientists believed in his theory of evolution and he was considered as a great scientist. Darwin has left a huge mark on the world and has changed the way that we look at ourselves and the world around us. Well, that's all for today. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful. As always, I'd like to remind you all that the full transcript for this episode can be found for free on my website uncomplicatedenglish.com where I also offer one-to-one conversational English lessons.